Welcome, everybody, to my podcast, Tell Your Story. I am your host, the one and only, the human that they called Nigel. And today's episode is called, Should I Stay In or Come Out? Today's guest is none other than my brother from another mother. He's from SSU. I met him 2017. My boy Gene Poole. My boy Gene is a bisexual man. Yes, that is correct. A man can be bisexual, ladies and gentlemen. It's 2020. Grow up or get the fuck on. Just being real. All right. Enough of that. Got that shit out the way. My boy Gene. How you doing today, man? I am well. I am exceptional. I am highly flavored. Um, and all that jazz. Flavor like a honey bag of chips, man. <laughs> all right. So we going to get right into it, man. You have a story that wanted to be told. When I first met you at SSU, you were different, man. Like, I know I have a lot of friends who are gay. I have a lot of friends who are bi. That goes for men and women. I have some transgender friends. But you stood out more than anybody that I ever met because... Your, I don't really know your story myself all the way. So this would be new to me. So I'm actually a listener today. But you were just exciting. You were enthusiastic. You just had this mindset. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Like, if a person walked up to you and said, you just an ugly motherfucker, you would be like, okay. You probably wrote some, say something about their mama. Like, knowing you. But <laughs> knowing you, man, you know. And it's like, if someone had candy you and said, you know, it's like, you too big to be gay or some shit like that. And it, this is Chicago. So, unfortunately, you would get roasted just for being yourself and not minding your own business. But you're the type of person to not give two fucks, man. And that's what I love. I really love about you, bro. And that's what actually drew us closer, man. I needed more friends like that because I got tired of fake friends living in their own fear and their own shadow because of they weren't about the next person up that's not even remotely involved in their life. It's like social media. Like, this goes back to my last podcast. Social media takes over for a lot of people. People feel like they need validation. So that's why they post their relationship or they say, oh, you ain't a real man if you've been posting your woman or vice versa. I hate that. You don't need you know, validation from social media. I feel like social media ruined a lot of things. It's 2020, all right? I feel like people should start living for themselves and living for the past. Uh, not for the past. Stop living in the past and live for the present and looking forward to the future. And Gene, I want you to just tell us where are you from? And like, what moment in your life, what period, what age, what time frame did you know that you were a bisexual man? Well, for the most part, um, I, I will honestly say it happened back when I was in high school. Um, I actually went to Hillcrest because I'm from the south side of the suburbs. So for the most part, honestly, I know most people think that it happens when you're in college. It happens after in life. It happens later down the line. Nope. For me, it happened with someone that I honestly didn't really know. We literally had a few classes together and we ended up more so linking up to kind of go over tutoring for geometry which at that point I would say I was probably all of 16, um, happened in my parents' house. <laughs> so fortunate for me, neither one of them was at home. <laughs> so, cause that would have been very awkward, but I will go on the record to say for me, at least I, it was an experience. Um, 
you know, most people tend to believe that it's definitely something that you are either born into, it happened at birth, or something crazy had to happen to you in order for that to, you know, take place. But honestly, it just happened. We literally had a mutual friend in common. She went to high school with both of us. I was walking to school one day. He was in front of me. We kind of looked at each other. I thought he was just a creep. Got to the school, find out that he ended up knowing one of my friends. So I was like, okay, I guess you're not as creepy. That following year, my best friend transferred school. So I noticed that me and him had a lot of classes together. So at that point, we did what any other high schooler would do, not pay attention in class and just pass notes. Um, And then at that point, we ended up linking and exchanging contact information, which he was a transfer to the school when I first originally met him. We pretty much kind of kept it not so much kosher. Like, literally, it was more so in passing. We didn't really talk that much during school unless it was more so focusing on what was going on in class or... If he, you know, he was a dancer, he was kind of the type of guy that literally was into cheerleading and that type of stuff. So for me, I was the more extracurricular type of person. So I was a part of like student council, drama, mathletes. I did wrestling for two years. So I had a few uh, athletic background, but for the most part, everything was like more so about like the studies aspect of it. When we, the exact date would have been Columbus Day of 2007, literally he hit me up and said that he was struggling in geometry because we had that class together and that teacher was, I graduated, so she's a bitch. (laughs) Um, But for the most part, literally he was struggling, so he asked me if I could help him and not thinking nothing of it, me being naive in the situation, I pretty much was like, sure, you know, it's shapes, proofs, nothing major. We can, can knock that out. So it was a half day of school, got on the bus, went home. He followed me, got home, got comfortable, went over some stuff. Next thing I knew, the conversation went from, you know, talking about schoolwork to now shifting to video games because I was a very extensive gamer. So, like, system-wise, I had pretty much... All the systems I was at at that point. So then the conversation kind of grew into, well, you know, let's play Mortal Kombat, which I'm thinking like, well, nigga, this is why you fell in because you playing video games. But I digress. (laughs) So I started playing video games. Then at that point, we he asked if he could pop on like a DVD. And I'm thinking, how are we going from schoolwork to video games to a DVD? But okay, you know, we got time. So he pops in the DVD. It's a nude, well, not really nude, but it's a lingerie and underwear fashion show. But it was literally all dudes, all guys. And Speedos, jock straps, thongs. And I'm like, okay, uh, this is different. Don't know what you're really into, but all right. So at that point, I would honestly say that I knew something was off. Like, I knew there was probably something that I probably glossed over that I probably should have paid more attention to. But again, being at that age and being naive to the whole, 
realm of situations like that. I didn't really think nothing of it. Plus, at that time, I also had a girlfriend. We were together for roughly three years at that point. So, for me, at least, I didn't really put two and two together that I think this nigga coming on to me. So, fast forward, the question kind of popped up. You know, how do you feel about X, Y, and Z? You know, have you ever done anything like this? You know, how is this how is this fashion show making you feel? And, like, you go through a lot of stages in your head when someone asks those type of questions, especially if you don't really 100% know them. So, honestly, it was kind of more so starting from one end of the spectrum where it was like, you know, why are you asking this? Why does this matter? Let's get back to this geometry. That's why you here. And then it kind of, like, sped up to the other end of the spectrum. Like, well, you know, what are you into? Why are you even, like posing these questions like what what are you really here for and then if i mean however i answer these questions you know what are you going to do in those like responses so for me i it was literally like a lot of feelings emotions to the point where literally i will say i gave in and things happen different things took place from Certain body parts being another body parts and a leg here, a thigh there, a finger there to a mouth here. Like, it, it was a lot. Um, and honestly, it really kind of just came down to what the fuck just happened. Wow, that is... Uh, <laughs> y'all definitely was doing some geometry in there, man. From body parts to point A, Y, and Z. Like, yeah, that's that's definitely confusing. But... um. <laughs> Wow, what a what a, a life changing experience. So when that happened, after that happened, what was that like? Did you and that guy? Did you guys end up in a relationship? Did you tell your girlfriend? Like, who was the first person you told about that experience? After that moment happened, literally we stayed in contact, of course, because we both went to the same school. However, it was kind of brought to my attention later down the line, and I'll say probably about a month or two later, that he actually was in a relationship himself with a guy that he used to go, or at the school he used to go to, which the guy that he was in a relationship with at that point was actually the head cheerleader at the school he left. For me, I was still struggling if I was even going to continue the relationship that I had with my girlfriend at the time, which honestly, I will say that did fizzle out until prom came around. And that was only because she, in my opinion, couldn't find nobody to go with her because she was kind of dusty. But, um, but honestly, like literally it was a struggle because now I'm thinking, well, it only happened once. So do I even continue to even try to have a girlfriend do i need to figure out my next step what does that make me now like you go through so many questions in your head and that can affect you very adversely depending on like the type of person that you are for me at least i've always kind of always had somewhat of a friend circle that supported me no matter what so there's always the family that you're born into, and then there's the family that you choose. 
for me, my chosen family has always been the family that's always had my back. Not to say like my family that I've been born into didn't have my back, but for honestly thinking back on a lot of things that played out, I can say that I pretty much came out in like four different ways. Um, personally, friend wise was like my first choice because these were the people that I knew didn't really would make or break how I would feel. So even if they was like, oh, that's gay. Oh, well, I mean, bitch, I just told you I'm gay. So what do you mean? So honestly, it was more so just because I knew I would see them every day. I would want to go ahead and get that out the way, especially if I knew that these were going to be the people that I would cling to in certain situations as far as like in school, after school, parties, like some of these people were literally my friends that I am still close with. Like two of my best friends, we have been best friends for literally going on 30 years now. So, and to this day, like no matter what I do, like I always will have their support and vice versa. When it comes to family, um, and I will honestly even give out the verbatim responses when I told when me and my father had the conversation, it literally came down to him asking me because social media wasn't big back then. We all we had was really was just tag. Facebook just started popping for like anyone that wasn't in college, and then you had like other smaller pages like High Five and all that other bullshit. But my father would always catch me on tag and would always ponder the thought of. Well, why are you only talking to hard legs? And why are you never talking to soft legs? And I'm like, this sounds very weird. Why are we talking about chicken? But honestly, me and him kind of had the conversation. And his only response to him finding out was just always use protection. Like, he didn't really say too much about it. It was more so one of those, like, subjects that we never really talked about. But in all honesty, it kind of did make me see him in a different light because he could have easily tried to beat my ass or try to toughen me up. But at the same time, I mean, in his head, he probably figured that would have just pushed me away or probably would have made me a little little crazy, a little cuckoo. So when it came down to my biological mother, when she found out she has multiple kids. So her response to me was out of the kids she had, she knew one of us was going to be. So, and then also have a sister that is also fam or family. So um, she's a lesbian. Um, She's been with her partner for a minute. So my mother was lucky to have two people. So, and then it really wasn't a struggle until my grandmother found out. And that's when my world kind of, kind of turned um i would honestly say when my grandmother got the information it was far 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 from a conversation literally it was an argument it was a lot of bible verses it was a lot of resentment it was pointing the finger and the blame to other people when in actuality it was really no one's fault (laughs) like no one played a part on me doing the things that I did in regards to it, it was literally just a situation that, I mean, that could have been avoided had they been at home, but I mean, things happen for a reason, life happens, so it's not anything that I regret, we'll probably do it again, because that was an amazing Columbus Day, but 
literally because those three scenarios took place, I do believe those did shape me to feel the way that I feel, or at least to have the ideals that I have when it comes down to coming out. Like I would tell most people, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, you don't have to do it. It can happen whenever you're ready. It can happen whenever you want to take that time to come out to those that matter to you. Like to this day, if you, if we are best friends, bitch, they know. (laughs) they knew day one if it's a circle of friends they found out that i tell them probably not but i mean i didn't really give a damn so to this day there's youtube videos of me just doing random shit and they was like yep that nigga's gay and i was like yep probably fucked your man but what can i say so and then when it comes down to the family portion of it i will You know, everyone's family is different. Um, And most people often think just because you think you have the perfect family or you think that nothing can really shake that depend on how they accept you or what all has happened. I mean, you will never know until you do it. So if you think that your parents are going to react a certain way, nine times out of ten, you never know until you at least drop a blurb or say something random to at least spark the conversation. I didn't really have the chance to do a test pilot <laughs> on my parents to be like, hey, you know, hypothetically speaking, like that that didn't happen. Uh, literally, it was one of those situations where my grandmother was being nosy. She probably should have been minding her business, but she decided to mind mine. So she found out. And at that point, I knew that I had to make one or two decisions. It was either that I was going to live the way that I wanted to live since it was my life or I was going to have to live it to how she saw fit. But honestly, who wants to do that? Like, your life is your life to live without any rhyme or reason, without any regrets. Just do you and do you to the best of your abilities. Wow, man. And I'm really sorry that your grandmother didn't accept you for who you are all the way initially the first time. Um well, I'm happy that your mom and your dad actually accepted you for who you were. That's really what's more important than anything. Um, so, Gene, tell me this. There's a lot of debate on social media, and I'm not going to name any like celebrities, kids, or anything, because I'm only in my black ass suit. But um, there's a lot of children nowadays that are you know, coming out at a young age, uh, 9, 10, 11, 12, and up. What would you say that it's appropriate for these children to come out at 9, 10, 11, 12? Do they even know what sexuality means around this time? Like, for me personally, I knew that I loved women when I first kissed a girl in the fourth grade. And then going on and going on, I knew that I had to never go to the other side because I just don't roll like that. And I was in fourth grade, I was about nine or 10 years old. And around that time, I had guy friends who was talking about how they smashed this girl, smashed that girl. So my stance was always, man, I feel like children around nine, 10, 11, 12 know their sexuality or start to experience around that time. But in your opinion, do you think that's appropriate? Do you think it's an age limit to you know, a person coming out as gay, bisexual, straight, or whatever, you know, or is this just a society standard that everyone should just be gay and just marry the opposite sex and whatnot? Ooh, that... I will say I feel like it's a combination of both. I do believe that it is a society standard to where 
once you claim something, like, that's the only way it has to be. That's the only way you will be seen. That's the only way that society expects you to act. For me, that doesn't bother me because I know I'm going to do me regardless. Like, no matter what title, no matter what has been thrown on me in regards to how I should act, like, that's to what your belief is. That has nothing to do with me. <laughs> like, I've always been told, due to the mentality that I've always had, like, I usually never really fit into a bubble or a square or a circle because I've always been the type to just be me and do me to the fullest. In regards to coming out at a certain age or believing in a certain, I guess, type of gender or type of sexuality aspect that you want if you're nine you're still learning how to color inside circles you're still coloring inside the lines you don't even know really fully the other options and i feel like that's something that probably really shouldn't be discussed until i would go on the i would go on the line to say probably high school even for me when i started going down that route or down that path Honestly, and it wasn't due to health class. It wasn't due to biology. It literally just happened because I put myself in a situation to where the question posed itself. I acted on it and it it just happened. I don't really think kids, I mean, I've seen social media. I've been on YouTube and I've seen, I think there was like a nine-year-old or like an eight-year-old that's like really big into being a drag queen. And I, I mean, stuff like that is cute. Very adorable. However, to now peg this boy as a drag queen, he probably still pisses on himself. Not even going to lie to you. So, in all fairness, I mean, to really put someone in a category that early, I really want to say is impossible. Because, of course, I mean, they haven't even really lived life. I haven't even lived life, and I'm just 30. So, I mean, you have some people who... Probably won't even come to terms with it. I have a friend now that literally didn't even come out. He had a kid, had a baby mama, and was on the top of the world. And then came across a guy. The guy basically was like, hey, you know, you should try it. He busted open. And next thing you know, he, he's, he's a thought for other dudes. So, I mean, and he still lives like a normal life. Still has a kid. I think his son is nine, going on ten now. So, you know, there's really no deadline on when to figure out what you're into. There's no deadline to figure out what you're into, who you're into, what's going on. Like, I mean, that literally happens at everyone's own pace. That happens on everyone's own, like, speed. So, at no point in time do you should ever compare your scenario or what you're into to someone else. Because I'm pretty sure whoever's going to listen to this... Ain't no one going to believe the fact that this all happened because of geometry. Like, I mean, I never would have thought it would have happened because of that. The average story would have been like, yep, we was in gym class and, you know, he dropped his towel. And I was like, damn. But no, it, it was over some shapes. Basic as fuck. So, but, you know, having a kid and telling kids like, I I really think most parents are afraid to even have the conversation with a kid that young because that's going to open up so many questions. That's going to kind of lead to so many different scenarios. And I mean, do you really want little Susie or little Billy to really have these thoughts while watching 
PBS. Like, stuff like that is definitely, some in my eyes, are off the table until at least they get to, like, a teenager or at least until they come to you. If they come to you with those questions, then by all means, as a parent or, you know, as someone that, as a guardian, definitely feel free to have that conversation or spark that conversation. But if they don't come to you and there's no evidence that they're even having these thoughts, then don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Wow, that was a great take on that one. Now, I'm not trying to get messy here, but obviously I'm going to get messy here. (laughs) Have you ever thought about or tried to sleep with one of your friends that you are cool with today? So, I guess I'll, I'll be messy as well. I won't drop any names because that would just be too much. Uh, yeah, definitely, of course, man. Again, I don't want to get my black ass sued by anybody, man. I, I, I really don't have shit, so. <laughs> but for the most part, I will say there's, I've been in a few situations to where either I've found myself kind of lusting after a person and was kind of like, mm, let me test my luck and see what can happen. And then there's been other situations where I've had people come to me and ask me and I'm just like, you sure this is what you want to do? You know, you know, we're cool, but like, I don't want you to think like, this is the only reason why we're cool. So in my friend circle, there has been a total of two guys that I have literally messed around with and done some things with to which, I mean, things happen. Um, And we are mature enough to where I believe both parties will say that everything was cool and kosher and, I mean, they still doing them. Uh, Have they really made the decision to pick a side or pick a title or really come out in a sense to what they want or what they did? Not so much, or at least, I mean, I guess I can't really say because that's not my, my ministry. For me... I mean, I did what they asked or we made time to kind of play around. And if they want to continue to do such, we've done it. If not, then, you know, I no love lost. Have there been people in my circle that I've thought about it and would probably force my hand into a few situations with them? Of course. Oftentimes, I do believe some people get tied up and get confused and get lost in believing that it's a closed or a closeted conversation. But again, I mean, when it comes down to sex, when it comes down to sexuality, I'm not saying that everyone has to be fluid in it, but I feel like it all really stems from just having a conversation. If there, if you can't have a conversation about it, then bitch, it's rape. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. Um, but, you know, honestly, I think that's like the common thing, straight or gay or bi, lesbian, trans, queer, uh, cisgendered, whatever. I really do feel like most people tend to fantasize or lust after what they know they probably can't really have or get because that has already been made known or that consensus has already taken place. So honestly, I mean, just stick to what you know. (laughs) I mean... You know, if it's someone that you have already messed around with, you know, unless it was horrible, you know, by all means, you know, link up, go out, get a few drinks, eat an edible and make that shit pop. <laughs> well, only Gene, people. 
Well, this is my closing part of my segment of my show. Gene, you talked a lot. State the four stages of coming out in your life, the people who it impacted, what impacted you, people you slept with, wanted to sleep with, tried to sleep with. What would you recommend? What would be a suggestion or an advice to a, anybody who is on the fence of the sexuality? Mainly guys. Now, guys out there, I just want to say this. <clears throat> I'm 100% straight, but it's okay to literally be yourself. Okay, it's literally okay to be yourself. It's always a debate on Facebook. Can a man be bisexual? Me, in my personal opinion, yes, you can. Can a woman be bisexual? Yes, she can. I just don't like it the way society has it to where it's okay for a woman to be gay and a man not to be gay. Unless, you know, you live in a Christian home, then they think that shit is just bogus all the way. But we we talking real straight facts here. Because I've seen it in person where... A, guy, a couple of guy friends would judge another gay guy, and I, I disowned him. I did. I said, I can't be around people who don't support another person's sexuality or don't support them at all, even if you don't know them or not. What that person has going on in their life has nothing to do with you. If they're not putting money in your pockets, why are you giving a fuck about what they're doing or what their sexuality is, you know? I just feel like it should be double, it's double standards for when it comes to sexuality, in my opinion, where you got a woman being gay, and let's be real here. I was at a point in my life where I was like, I love that shit, you know, seeing a woman kiss another woman and stuff. But I grew out of that, you know, that stage, uh, you know, in my life where I seen that and I said, okay. And then I didn't understand why it was okay for a man and another man to do it with this and that. But I understood it because I had conversations with people who were gay or bisexual, you know, that were males and stuff. So I understood it from that point of view. And grew and grew up in a different mindset of becoming more accepting and everything and stop holding double standards for both genders. If I ask another if I ask a woman friend today, you know, she would definitely say it's okay for a man to be bisexual. It's okay for a man to be gay. I hate that we live in a society where people are so judged, so people are so hated on because of their life choices. It's like if people just minded their own business and did one good deed a day this world will be at peace. Maybe not because we we do have some uh, questionable representatives in the uh, <clears throat> the Republic office and everything. But, you know, hey, that's the world we live in. It's a crazy ass world. But Gene, what can you advise to those people out there that are listening who are still in the closet and on the fence of coming out? And how should they come out to that next person that think that might judge them? It happens in your own time. For me, I was... It was optional with my friend circle. It was optional with my chosen family. It was optional to a degree with my mother. And I only say optional because the first time I talked to my brothers, they literally went back and told my mother, Oh, mom, that nigga gay. He speak proper. You know, what's what's up with that? And in that moment I was kinda like, I'm I'm gay because I, I speak proper. Like that's 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 confusing. That's that's definitely new right there. I <laughs> if anything a person would say you speak uh white and then that's when your response is, Why can I speak proper? Like, I never heard a person say what they what you just said. <laughs> but honestly, all in all, I will say it happens to whenever you're ready. It happens to whenever you see fit. 
If you feel like that you are being pressured, I mean, by all means, you control your own path. So if that means that you have to do it in a sense of where maybe you need to write it down in a journal and give that journal to your parents, if you need to write a letter, if you need to you know, find like a alternative place because you think they might kick you out. Honestly, it really kind of comes down to, for me, I will say I probably prepped myself because I knew it could go one or two ways, but I at least want to have a plan B in case it went (laughs) the wrong way, which, I mean, I was in college by the time that my grandmother found out. So at that point, I was already on my own anyway. So not to say that everyone should wait until then because, I mean, I definitely could have changed my mind. You know, if I would have just met Rihanna a little bit earlier in life, you know, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. But, you know, that's... that's, eh, Things happen. But I will say to anyone that's in the closet, I mean, only you and your own self can know when that timing is correct. And honestly, I know there's a saying that, you know, mother always know or... You know, that someone already has an idea. I mean, you don't have to believe that. But, you know, there is always going to be a certain tale that's going to kind of let someone know yay or nay. So, I mean, at that point, you don't necessarily have to live by that standard and kind of paint your own path to allow yourself to have that time or that space to come out on your own accord But don't let anyone control that moment for you. Try to control it yourself or allow yourself to have that time with said people to spend that time. You know, maybe they want to talk about it or figure out at what point that happened. So that way it's not a situation to where, you know, maybe your hand was forced or maybe someone played a part in that. You know, if it was a genuine feeling, then by all means, you should let that emotion be free. Wow, Gene, that's inspiring words for the people out there. All right. Last question. Last question. Not trying to get messy. This is me being messy, obviously. Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a boo thing? Do you have hoes? What do you have, Gene? Like, are you a single man living alone in an apartment with full of cats? Like, tell us, like, tell us real quick before we end the podcast, who's the lucky guy? No, I hate cats, so that's that's automatic no. Um, I will honestly say, as far as the hoes, have not had a hoes since I was a hot boy last summer. So, all of that went out the window about, I'll say, three months ago. Have been dating and been happy ever since with this said gentleman unfortunately you know he's off somewhere being great and being amazing but i will say i've been in a relationship now for going on three months hopefully we'll love to continue that we actually just exchanged valentine day gifts today because i'm going out of town for work but you know honestly i'm i'm happy and i i'm pretty sure he's happy so or at least he doesn't have a choice but to be happy. So, but you know his name. I won't give his real name. His name is Zoe, though. So, um, stay tuned because um, you know, we might have a part two for you know if there's a wedding down the line. We'll definitely love you guys to be a part of that moment. So, but yeah. 
Yeah, you guys can definitely check me out there at their wedding because I definitely want to first goddamn invite to y'all wedding. So I'm going to be right there, clowning my ass, making fun, being a party. That's what the human Nigel does. All right, folks, it's been a blast from the past. I really appreciate everyone for tuning in on this podcast. I want you guys to have a lovely, lovely, great work week. Remember to stay blessed and stay beautiful out here. Please definitely stay safe. And for Valentine's Day, please wrap it up. I cannot do no more Scorpios because they are getting on my last damn nerves. Oh, my bad, Gene. You a, you a Scorpio? <laughs> that I am. Oh, I'm sorry. Am. <laughs> sorry about that, man. I'm just tired of them, you know. But definitely have a safe Valentine's Day. And you guys definitely share the love and the wealth this week. Also, Chicago, please put the guns down and support one another. NBA All-Star Weekend is back. And we want to show out and have fun. Make sure you guys tune in and support every festivities. And please, no killings, please. We got children. We got women. We got everyone who wants to live to see another 24 hours. Because nothing is nothing is promised tomorrow. Next week episode, I will have my guest, my boy, Brandon McGinnis, man. And we got a lot of catching up to do. He's been my boy since the Longwood days. And he has a juicy story to tell about him meeting a transgender woman and how he handled the situation. You guys don't want to miss that. You guys have been awesome. I love you guys. Continue staying beautiful. Godspeed.